Hi there, Evan Jones with you on another edition of the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Already one-third of the way through November, time just doesn't seem to slow down. The majority of schools across the state are beginning to get ready for winter sports seasons, where there are still a handful of football teams competing in semifinal action this week and then state championships the week of November 21st. And before those games are played at Memorial Stadium, of course, the six-man state championship on November 18th in Kearney. But this week's podcast will encompass the fall sports season still. We have results and we'll recap the 2022 NSAA State Volleyball Tournament and the quarterfinals of the NSAA State Football Playoffs. The RPAC Rundown Athlete of the Week and we'll discuss the RPAC Rundown Game of the Week. We'll take a break and then look at football results and then discuss the state volleyball tournament from this past weekend. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Coffee, cappuccinos, and breakfast pizza. Just a few great things you can get at C Plus and Bertrand on your way to work in the mornings. Store hours are 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday. Convenience Plus, a whole lot more. Located in Bertrand. Welcome back to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Let's dive into our football rundown. We have just two games remaining in the football season. The number of teams that are still competing gets smaller and smaller each week. Let's take a look at the scores from the quarterfinals in the playoffs for RPAC teams. In the Class D2 postseason, Number one, Howells Dodge took on Dundee County Stratton, the number eight seed and won 58-8. Number two seeded Hitchcock County took care of business on the road at number 10 seeded Elm Creek, 58-6. Dundee County Stratton hit the road on Friday to face the number one seed in Class D2, Howells Dodge. For the Tigers, they couldn't keep up as they fell 58-8 as previously mentioned. DCS had to feel good about where they were at at the end of the first quarter down just six to nothing. But in the second period, the Jaguars took over, scoring 30 points and led 36 to eight at the half. In the second half, they outscored DCS 22 to nothing. DCS ends the year at nine and two. For the number two seeded Hitchcock County Falcons, they were able to take care of business on the road in a big way at number 10 seeded Elm Creek. The Falcons were able to win by a final score of 58 to six. The Falcons just used a steady diet of running the football as per usual and won in dominating fashion. As a team, they had 295 yards rushing and 94 yards passing. For the Falcons, they will now play number six seeded Bloomfield at home on Friday at 4 p.m. We'll take a break and when we come back, we'll look at the results from the RPAC teams that competed in the NSAA State Volleyball Tournament this past weekend. Webb's Oil Field Service would like to wish area athletes the best of luck this season. They are an oil field service company serving southwest Nebraska and northwest Kansas with oil lease and drilling rig services. Webb's Oil Field Service, located in Cambridge. Here at Crabelli Physical Therapy in Cambridge, our approach and philosophy are simple. Caring physical therapy with exceptional results. You will be treated by our highly qualified caring team dedicated to improving your health and well-being. Good luck to our area athletes from Corbelli Physical Therapy. Here at Scouts Recreation, we believe in the value of recreation. We believe in having fun. We believe that the best memories are made while doing the things you love, 
with your favorite people. We have a variety of items from men's grooming products like Duke Cannon, golf equipment, camping goods, and our own apparel line. Check out our fall collection of t-shirts on the website at scoutsrecreation.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Welcome back to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Jones. For the Cambridge Trojans, they came into the Class D1 State Volleyball Tournament as the number two seed and set to take on Cedar Catholic, the number seven seed. The Cambridge Trojans fell in a five-set thriller. Cambridge took the first two sets, 25-19, 32-30, and dropped the last three, 25-21, 25-14, and 15-10. For the Cambridge Trojans, they were led by Aaron Johnson and her 16 kills. Cambridge ended the year at 29-3. For the number three-seeded Maywood Hay Center Wolves, they took on number six-seeded Meridian in the first round of the Class D1 tournament. Maywood Hay Center took care of business by winning in four sets. They dropped the first one, 25-18, then took the next three, 25-21, 25-14, and 25-21. Matea Roberts led the way with 17 kills for Maywood Hayes Center, and this ensured that they would play on Saturday, regardless of the outcome on Friday. Also in the first round, Southwest. It appeared that they were in complete control, but it ended up being Oakland Craig who was able to win in five sets. Southwest, the number five seed, was rolling through the first two sets when number four seeded Oakland Craig ended up winning with the set scores, beating Southwest as they took the first two, 25-13, 26-24, and then fell in the next three sets, 25-13, 25-10, and 15-11. Bailey Trexa had 13 kills in the match. A nice season for Southwest as they ended the year at 27-7. and So for Maywood Hayes Center, as mentioned, they won on Thursday, so they went on to the semifinals. The Wolves, the number three seed, competed in those semifinals against number seven seeded Cedar Catholic and lost in three sets. The set scores were 25-17, 25-20, and 25-15. Olivia Hansen had seven kills in the match. On Saturday afternoon, the Maywood Hay Center Wolves took on the BDS Eagles in the third and fourth place match of the Class D1 Volleyball State Tournament. The Wolves couldn't hang on for the victory as they fell in five sets with the scores reading 25-21. They took the first one. BDS took the second one, 25-19. Maywood Hay Center took the third, 25-20. And then BDS took the last two, 27-25 and 15-11. Olivia Hansen again with another fantastic match, 20 kills. And the Wolves ended the year at 26-4. We'd like to thank our great sponsors for allowing us to bring you coverage of the state volleyball tournament for the RPAC teams. Coverage for the RPAC teams competing in the 2022 NSAA State Volleyball Tournament is brought to you by Cribelli Physical Therapy, Arapahoe Rehab and Fitness, First Central Bank, Lockenauer Jones Mortuary, Funeral Directors Jim Jones and Michael Swanson, Webb's Oil Field Service, Johnson Animal Nutrition, Channel Seed, Republican River Suppliers, Amateurs Bar and Grill, Medicine Creek Family Dentistry, MNB Realty, JBK Operating LLC, Warner Beef Genetics, Medicine Creek Counseling, Hometown Agency, and Coprich Seeds. And in case you missed title games at state, 
Here's who the winners were by class. In Class A was Papillion La Vista South, who took down West Side. In Class B, Scott Catholic won over Elkhorn North. In Class C1, Grand Island Central Catholic was able to take down Gothenburg. In Class C2, Lincoln Lutheran beat Archbishop Bergen. In Class D1, it was Cedar Catholic who beat Norfolk Catholic. And in D2, it was Howells Dodge who took down Overton. Reminder, you can find the RPAC results from each team in the RPAC on our website, bestboy-media.com, under the RPAC Rundown tab, and click RPAC Rundown Report. We will take a break, and when we come back, we'll chat with Randall Rath, head coach of the Hitchcock County football team. They play in the Class D2 semifinals this week on the Gridiron. Arapaho Rehab and Fitness is locally owned and operated here to serve Arapaho and the surrounding area. We have a passion for our patients and our community. We are continually innovating and evolving our therapy practices in order to give you the best individualized care. Cambridge Supermarket is locally owned and operated. We offer fresh produce and quality cut meats, along with helpful employees that greet you with a smile and are there to help you find what you need. Cambridge Supermarket, fresh hometown values. Now joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast is head coach of the Hitchcock County Falcon football team, Randall Rath. Now, coach, you're a couple days into preparations with this matchup against Bloomfield. How have practices been going for your group? Uh, they've been going well. It's been, you know, the weather's been a little bit uh, tough to deal with, with the wind here. And uh, there's a lot of learning going on that we go through, through our scouting reports. But other than that, it's been going really well. Now, last year, th- this is where your season ended for your team, Coach. During the semifinals, falling to Cross County, they had a, a solid squad, too. Has the goal of getting to Lincoln and last season not quite getting there been talked about much with your group? No, we haven't really talked about that at all. We've kind of approached it a day at a time. And, you know, these kids have had a great season and and we're approaching that this way right now, too. We we just want to get better and we try to continue to get better in every facet of the game and, you know, try to be better people. We talk about that a lot. And, you know, I think these kids have done a great job of doing that. So with this matchup against Bloomfield, a team you haven't seen, obviously, but what do you expect to see from them? Yeah, we've watched a lot of film on them and their quality football team. They're very physical up front, uh, got great skill kids, got a really good uh, specialty kid. That's our tailback, uh, Juki. He's a, a kind of a, a jitter juke bug he's not one of those kids gonna run over you but he's tough to get a hold of he's slippery and we got a gang tackling pursuing um you know hope we can get him on a cutback and and uh you know get some good licks on him but he's a, he's such a good athlete he's hard to do that too and they got a lot of other good skill kids they got a really good receiver that um you know their quarterback's very accurate that they can hurt you with as well they play action a lot and you know, there's a good quality football team. Now, you mentioned how quality of a football team they are without giving away your game plan, obviously, Coach. What do you view as a, a few keys to victory for your team in this one? 
uh, you know, it's like the old cliche. We can't turn it over, and we've got to play sound and execute offensively, defensively. You know, I think that's going to be huge. we got to read our keys and react and, you know, be fast. we got to be really fast defensively and just bring everything we got every play, be as physical as we can at all eight positions. You know, and when the opportunity comes to make a play, we got to make it. And it's something we talk about a lot. You're going to miss sometimes. You're going to have a bad play, but we got to continue to go the next one and, you know, trust your teammate that he's going to pick you up if you do. And, you know, try to be as good as we can every time our alignment can be perfect 100% of the time. That's something we can control and our effort. And, you know, those two things together, you know, they got to be at a very high level. Now, there's a lot of factors that go into a playoff matchup, and it really comes down also to traveling sometimes, too. How fortunate is your team, not just for the travel aspect of not having to ride the bus, but also how special is it to be able to host a semifinal matchup, Coach? Well, it's exciting to be able to host it. It's exciting for the community. Um, You know, this is something that doesn't happen all the time, and we were fortunate to be able to do this last year. And, you know, I... I'm really excited for this group of kids having the opportunity to be able to do it again because there's a lot of things that come into factors through the season um, that help you to get to this level in the off seasons. And these kids have just done you know, everything in their power to be as good as they can. And, you know, as a coach, it's very exciting to see a group of kids excel that are just good kids and do things right and set, you know, set high expectations every day and, you know, they don't really talk about the next game. It's always the next day. And they've stayed true to that. And it's just really fun to be associated with these guys. Many thanks to head coach of the Falcons, Randall Rath, for joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast. As mentioned, they play Bloomfield, which is our RPAC Rundown game of the week. We will be there to provide coverage on social media. Kickoff is at 4 p.m. We'll take a break, and when we come back, it'll be time to announce the RPAC Rundown Athlete of the Week, which is brought to you by First Central Bank. Not every business is fortunate enough to serve the kind of people we do. People who take the time to give us honest, valuable feedback for the purpose of helping their business be its best. People willing to hand over the reins to their financial future simply because they know we can be trusted. To you, our customers, thank you. Your unwavering support lets us confidently say First Central Bank is here to stay. First Central Bank, member FDIC. Welcome back to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. It's time to announce our Athletes of the Week brought to you by First Central Bank. Let's plan for tomorrow together. Member FDIC. Our Female Athlete of the Week goes to Kylie Haight-Monick for Maywood Hayes Center. In the Class D1 Volleyball State Tournament this past weekend, she had a total of 63 assists and 9 aces, including 6 aces, in their 5-set loss to BDS in the 3rd and 4th place match. Our Male Athlete of the Week is Keenan Gaston of Hitchcock County. He had 232 yards of total offense and five total touchdowns in their big win over Elm Creek in the quarterfinals of the state playoffs. Once again, we'd like to thank our great sponsor of the Athlete of the Week, First Central Bank, member FDIC. That will do it for this episode of the RPAC Rundown podcast. 
for all of your RPAC needs, go to bestboy-media.com and click on the RPAC Rundown tab. Until next time, I'm Evan Jones, and thanks for tuning into the RPAC Rundown podcast.